0: Oh, whoa, I
1: feel the miles with that yank hard yesterday. Skip, I feel on these miles and hen dog, and now y'all got problems with me. That, Let uh... me celebrate. He'll be here tomorrow. Microphone check. Microphone check. Microphone check. Microphone check. Microphone check. Let's get this thing started off right.
0: <laughs> yeah. oh, this is what you're feeling this Happy Monday,
1: hey, yeah. everybody out there.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 I know you at
1: work yeah. and that shit suck, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> listen, hey. My freedom,
0: what you know about this? It off the shelf.
1: Do you it's even one like Joe Scott?
0: Favorites. I do like Joe Scott. You
1: like Joe Scott?
0: I do. I don't know many, taking but freedom, this is one of the best ones. I nah, I fuck with this. I I don't
1: think it matters where you are When you hear this song Happy second day of Black History Month Niggas Let's go Another soul sister right here What you know about this? Oh yes Um. Um. Oh
0: You said how many days of Black History
1: Month? Uh, this has day number two.
0: Happy day number two. No. What did I say? It's the fourth day. <laughs> it's the fourth? Monday is the fourth. It's my no, think, oh, shit. My it's, my Saturday. it's Saturday. <laughs> yes, he's my father. Yes,
1: we, gotta, <laughs> we need
0: all the days. It's, it's a short month. Leave, leave
1: it to me to fuck up Black History We need
0: all the days. For my brothers Everything out there at work. Support, support your sisters mission. like they support you. Live Let's go. You. The best thing since sliced bread. <laughs> Is his kiss, his hugs, his lips, his this
1: shit right here make you me wanna like throw both of your hands up. Soul clap shit. Hey I love you I love you nigga i never try <laughs> to hurt you. I want, you, I want you to know now know that I'm here for you forever true cause you're my <laughs> brother strong get some of that soul on a one day is no one above you I'm Oh, man, true I used to love damn that song you, I got to drop a bomb on you. <laughs> Yo, listen, you're live inside episode 39 of the Kickin' Shit Podcast I'm your boy Jumpman Jones And here to my right today is the beautiful, talented, busty Miss Nikki Y'all give it up for Miss Nikki What's going on? Um this nigga jukebox would leave leave and have the nerve and to go visit his, his family.
0: I know, right?
1: Right? This nigga's rude. He I said, abandoned I, us. I like told, I'm feeling
0: really abandoned.
1: I told him I would call him, but I don't think he's gonna answer. I told him I would call him.
0: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you told this. him you were to call while we were recording?
1: Yeah, I said I'm gonna call you.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Watch this nigga. He's not. We you pick up and he like in some shit. He's not. We'll try him again before the end of this show. He's busy. Nigga like, <laughs> he about to hit me with the voicemail. <laughs> I'm off tonight, nigga. What an hour oh, your week was.
0: We are really trying to find out. Your call is to an
1: automated voice Ooh, messaging a Rude ass message.
0: Seven, zero. Two, oh, shit. Don't be putting yeah. out his <laughs> old <whole> phone number. <laughs> You can just leave the voicemail on the show <laughs> Oh shit If you could leave a voicemail right now what would you say Pick your damn phone up nigga oh, uh, Okay
1: Anyway All right. like we always do about this time uh, Miss Sticky, how was your week man
0: My week was pretty good Uh, This month was long January felt yeah, like yeah. three months And so it's nice for it to be over But it was a very eventful week
1: This week was I agree with you this month was long yeah. as fuck <laughs> January is like one of the longest months. I feel like of the whole year, it's, it's like after January is over, with, it flies. It's
0: so dry. It'll be hot before going you know. On. It. Yeah.
1: It is dry. It's not, and, and 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 the month starts. The year starts with Super Bowl. After that is event. After basically. Event, after event. After birthday. After birthday. After I didn't even mm-hmm. see no January birthdays. I know like I, I, two I, people yeah, yeah. January <laughs> birthdays. So what's uh what What's nine minus that? What's, what that bring you back to?
0: What
1: are you talking about? If you if you if you was born in January, when were you conceived? Oh. Uh, March? March. Not a lot of fucking going on in March.
0: Unless it's spring break.
1: <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: For clearly people who still celebrate spring break, like teachers and That's college disgusting. students. gusting
1: uh, disgusting. All right. <laughs> uh, yo, um, first and foremost, foremost I want to shout out everybody that listened to episode 38 of the and Shit Podcast. We appreciate you. Thank you very much. Listen, if you enjoyed that, tell a friend to tell a friend this is your first time listening to this show. I don't know how you found us, but you can also find us, if you search KSP, you can find us on FM Player, Google Play, Spotify, iTunes, and of course, SoundCloud, if you need to find us, and we have a website, kickershitpod.com, go there, and visit our affiliates at the top, one condoms, and rent you a movie for voodoo, today, the first rental is only a dollar, and we're gonna go ahead and dive into these headlines, Ah. Oh. Fuck that shit up every week.
0: It's just you need, you need to get a remix.
1: <laughs> you said I should get a remix? Yes. Oh, that is the remix.
0: <laughs> to cut it off early or to start off with the, with the, the DJ scratch? Oh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was cold as fuck in America this week, man. We had a polar vortex come through America. So if you listen to this uh, podcast, you went Africa somewhere like that. Yeah, we had a polar vortex. Um, we can't
0: even say we because like I no, felt I, really. We felt that like, shit. But we, I felt like I could not <laughs> complain. It was what, like 40, 30? And, and I you would, got Michigan talking about negative 28? The
1: Midwest. They said over 85% of the country had below uh, uh, the average below freezing temperatures. That was mostly the northeast and uh, like Iowa, Montana. Uh, there was freezing and bursting pipes going on. It's a lot of shit. Uh, freezing. Uh, the pictures of Chicago in this weather. Uh they Crazy. were burning the switches on the train lines to keep the trains going. The lake is that like Erie that
0: Chicago is on? Oh. I actually don't know geography. Geography is not my strong suit. It's one of them.
1: It was frozen over. I don't know if you've seen a picture of the guy actually standing on it frozen over. Yes. Then you know, I seen funny memes. There was a like an ice sculpture that looked like a dude. <laughs> it's like, damn, even a ghost froze. I was like, Oh, oh did you shit. see
0: um they were trying to actually like taking blow torches to like unfreeze the fire hydrants? Oh so they yeah. could actually like put and out fires.
1: Seven people died. There was uh some firefighters that died. Uh, from trying to fight fires. How
0: are fires still happening? I didn't understand it. Like, wouldn't it be that cold?
1: So I guess if fire meets ice, fire would definitely be ice. That's every like time, even if it's cold outside. I think so. Not sure. <laughs> um. <laughs> All but right, I'm just man. so glad
0: I did not have to deal with that. I don't do cold, cold temperatures. I grew up. On the west coast and the far, far west.
1: They was looking at me crazy because I was running in this weather. And they was like, you're running in this shit? And I was like, it's only 20 degrees. And then I'm like, okay, nigga, you sound cocky.
0: Right, like we couldn't <laughs> complain, to be honest.
1: yeah, 20 is not bad. What, what they had, I seen a dude literally go outside with a bucket of water, throw it up in the air, and it vanished.
0: It turned into what, like snow? Vapor or, or some or shit? Like ice pieces. Ice vapor? Yeah. Like That's sick. I don't know. I'm not dealing with it.
1: Um. Everybody listening to this podcast that had to deal with that, man. Prayers out to you. Hopefully you made it through. It's going to be a whopping 100 degrees. They said, what, 60, 70 degrees warmer?
0: Yeah, like it's a complete flip. flip. Thank you, Global Warming. Even here, it's, you know, it's going it to be nice like 70 here yeah, this it was a week. It's going to be good
1: 60. Mm-hmm. Shit was awesome. Um, also in headlines this week, Cory Brooker threw in his uh, uh, nomination for the Democratic Party. I knew it was coming. You niggas ain't beating Trump. Get the fuck out of here. What? <laughs> Trump's American nigga.
0: Who are you? Why are you trying to be Johnny right now? <laughs> I got stick up for my nigga. He no. not here right now.
1: He not right. He not, And she's setting your seat, dog.
0: I like it. I actually really do. Your seats
1: occupied.
0: It's a little hard to uh, get in and out of. We should have got like a do
1: rag and placed it over his mic while he was gone. Oh, in honor. Yeah, in honor of yes. uh, jukebox. We'll do that if uh, it happens Johnny. again. Damn. Really miss my dog. Sight. Um. Anyway. <laughs>
0: But headlines.
1: Here, so it's okay. Headlines. Headlines. Uh, first thing we're gonna get into, man. Um, B. Smith. What oh. What would you say her title is?
0: Um, they always For those refer who don't her, know. They always refer to her as uh the Black Martha Stewart. Um, she's a chef. She's written a couple books. She kind, she's kind of like a a a a Jill of all trades. She kind of does a lot of things. But I think I mostly have recognized her with like food. Okay. Um, so that's why chef is always kind of like the leading
1: her husband, Dan Gatsby, uh has been her caregiver since 2014 when she was diagnosed with 2013 since she was diagnosed with Alzheimer's um, as he should and they're married and the Alzheimer's has got of course gotten worse over time and now Dan is taking his upon himself to have a living girlfriend which has caused some some uh debates online uh a Miss Alex Lerner they were on Dr. Oz I got to see the snippet of the interview they had with Dr. Oz basically just saying that do I am I, am I is she if, is she really still here with me if she's not present in mind Um,
0: it's hard because I don't leave, don't leave it all for me. I mean, she, (laughs) I'm just really upset. I think that's why I'm like very on pause to respond because he was really making it seem like he's off the hook because of her, her disease and that his needs still need to be met. I feel like that there's plenty of people that deal with a sick, significant other And because it happens to not be a disease where you are losing memory that they're not going out and get uh, new girlfriends and boyfriends like that's not a thing you do I just feel like it's really um, inappropriate and I understand that you still want to be happy but she she's not dead. She's still in your life and your job in this moment because you took a vow in sickness and in health till death do us part that you were going to be here for your wife. And being here for your wife does not mean have a girlfriend. Yeah, she helps take care. Of her, but that's not it's just really inappropriate. <laughs> she does, she, does, she, does. <laughs> she helps take care of you until you pass and then the two of them can just live happily ever after. Like well, that I, does not work for me. Uh, the
1: past part doesn't even have to happen. It's like he's taken it has she is mentally moved on.
0: <laughs> and that's really kind of sick because she can't help it. Uh, of course
1: she can't help it, but
0: But he literally said he was like uh <laughs> am i is my life just supposed to be over because she has alzheimer's like he i mean it that is pretty much what ridiculous. he said i
1: agree with that that is pretty much what he said i don't really have much to combat him on because no. i'm not the moral compass here for anything <laughs> so <laughs> i i mean i my my first of all me being me and who i am and what i like to see i didn't appreciate the fact <laughs> that was white one. of
0: course and i think a lot of people had a bigger problem with <laughs> and that i think that
1: was my big optical like <laughs> what it just didn't look the good fuck my all. nigga like <laughs> you really slapped her he, in the face he
0: apparently we just wanted to experience but i guess it. we
1: never know and i think that's the biggest question we never know how we're going to handle hardships until you're faced with hardships. But there's you know? people
0: who have. Significant I, others who have cancer. Yeah. And, and, and bedridden diseases. And I have
1: a personal story myself. About a family member who had cancer. And and the things that happened. During her time with cancer. And what happened after her cancer. So I mean. I've seen. I've seen this type of thing. Play out in mm. my personal life. And. I'm not saying it's right. All I'm saying is. You never know, and you never know how people respond in times of adversity, and I think that's the biggest. That's a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. That's how I I I, I uh, decide who I'm friends with. I, I don't know Based if how we're real friends situations. until we hit that adversity mm-hmm. point. Like we hit a point of adversity, what happens? You know, it's almost like it's almost like being in a gang. And some shit go down, and a nigga take the charge. You knew that he was really about the gang at that at that time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If he does the time for the gang, like wow, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. And, and I know that may not be the greatest analogy because of <laughs> where I'm from. I make these crazy analogies, but I, I guess in it, you know, I would say Dan has always been this guy.
0: That's probably. And now right. we're
1: seeing who Dan his true really colors. is. Yeah, you it's see really his true tacky. Colors. And now since he's hit adversity. This is his reasoning for his actions. His actions don't speak for all men.
0: You're right. And I can't <laughs> and I can't be mad at him and think that, that all men are trash because of that situation. But I also did not like her being the girlfriend. She was really like appalled and disheartened at people's comments because they didn't want she didn't want people to think that her intentions were ill mannered. First of all, you're dating a married man, so that's already another issue. So that that's the first one. Like, you get multiple strikes, and that is already the first one. You think it's okay because your the person that you're dating's wife or significant other can't really speak for herself and or might in that moment not have a problem with it? Doesn't make it okay. Nah. I- Unless she co- is completely oblivious to what Alzheimer's is.
1: I mean, obviously she's with the shits, too. <laughs> and didn't didn't she say she had a situation similar? That's kind of what brought them together. I can't yeah, remember. It, I
0: forget even how they met. It was some ridiculous. I wouldn't be surprised if they met in the hospital. And they that met like on uh,
1: blackpeoplemeetwhitepeople.com. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but hey, um, praise up the B Smith. Listen, what goes around comes around. That's all I have to say.
0: Basically, because it's real jacked up. I don't like it. All right.
1: Also, this week. Jesse Smuller, Empire Star, was attacked leaving his Chicago home. Or leaving Subway. Was it leaving Subway or Chica- his Chicago home?
0: I think he was leaving somewhere to head home.
1: All right. So he was leaving Subway and to he, head home. Yeah. And he was attacked by two guys, unidentified jet. They attacked him. Um put so a shocking. rope around his neck. And on the, I guess running off, they yelled, This is Magna Country.
0: And they also called him a uh well, I'm not gonna say it. Um, they they called him a uh, a gay slur and also a uh, racial slur. So, so it definitely was one of those situations where um, he was attacked very specifically. I'm not gonna lie, a racist a attack in
1: Chicago kind of shocked me. In the South, no. In Chicago, that 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 shocked
0: me. Why in Chicago? Would it shock you?
1: It didn't shock. It, it shocked me in Chicago just because it's, it's up north and you don't hear stories like that. And You're down right. here you hear stories like that. So it kind of got that kind of shocked me.
0: Which um, makes it even more like out of the blue and it's very direct because of it being I obviously Trump supporters and people who felt very strongly about the fact that he was um a black gay man. Enough to attack him and I told uh Johnny earlier this week. I said people really run around doing this dumb shit like they feel empowered to. We have a president who makes them feel like it's okay. I and mean,
1: that's funny. I told my daughter that I said uh, people will do. It's, I say it's funny. Hate backed by government will empower you, empower you to do some 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 crazy things because uh, they were learning about Emmett Till, and she was like, "Damn, yeah. they just hung, they just beat him, like they just drug him like that." And I was like, "All oh, for looking at a white woman." I am like, "Yeah, when when the government backs your hate, you know, you feel like you are empowered to to say, well, who's right and who's wrong." It's just like religion. reason why when you're dealing with people in religion, a lot of times they feel like they can tell you what's wrong because they're backed by a Bible. Yeah, so and can- that
0: hate is like kind of split down the middle because they were talking about the hate coming from hating him because he's a black man and then also hating him because he's gay. And he's getting a lot of support, but it's kind of being um, very... Split so there are people who are supportive because they're like they're part of my community i'm i'm a black you're a black man and all of your black community supports you and this is this is crazy but then you have the um, lgbt community who are supporting him because he's an openly gay man but he is not either of those things separately he's it together and so i think everyone needs to come together as far as this being considered a hate crime in general not necessarily because he was attacked because he was black or attacked because he was gay
1: yeah he was just simply attacked because you hate him because of what he means what he stands and for, and how different he is from Yeah, you know, him being different so and, clearly,
0: um, it being white men that attacked him, or white people, I should say. I won't even just say it specifically. Men.
1: And the backlash on the internet—just people, just, just, this is a government ploy. This is fake news. He made it up.
0: That I don't understand.
1: And and um and I think what feeds to that narrative is the fact that he won't. He won't. I think the most recent thing is I seen he wouldn't give up his phone records. And then, so you got, it's always white people, but it's, you got white people literally on Twitter. Like, see, I told you, I told you it was fake.
0: He has a right to his privacy. He didn't ask to be attacked. It's not something True. that's kind of relevant to this. Like, because as soon as he gives up his phone records, they're going to try and actually get, like, recordings of him being on the phone. And then what, is, what purpose is that going out?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I understand where he comes from. He feels like, I told you my story, I gave you my story, and that's all you're getting. You're not getting anymore.
0: Yeah, you, so you're good. they need to be they're trying to find those guys and I think they actually just recently released the f- only footage that they do have and it kind of sucks because it happened at night and they were covered in all black so it's going to be really hard to to find. Somebody hopefully somebody, somebody have yeah, seen speak the photos. Up. He couldn't have possibly been completely alone. Oh, the guy who jumped him? He wasn't. No, um, Je- Jesse, he can like there had to have been somebody around.
1: Oh, yes, most definitely. Had if you're to. downtown
0: Downtown. Somebody needs to speak up.
1: That's sick. Um, n- uh, I guess we get into this DJ Envy and killer <laughs> debating
0: uh, public
1: versus private schools.
0: I thoroughly enjoyed it, to be honest.
1: <laughs> um, boy, 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 DJ Envy.
0: Uh, DJ Envy and his DJ Envy and his sensitivity. I
1: I got DJ Envy back. How would you
0: call it? His sensitivity. Team
1: light kid. Team light skin, listen.
0: And I get it, though, because Killer Mike, when he talks, he knows exactly what he's talking about, and he feels very strongly about it, and he's going to get his point across. And I think, honestly, his intention is never to offend, but it is matter of fact. Like, you need to hear this, and if it offends you, then that just means that this needs to apply to you or you need to come up with some reasoning behind your actions.
1: He intentionally used the word chump. I'm just going <laughs> to...
0: <laughs> For DJ
1: Envy? Oh, yeah. He oh intentionally gosh. used the word chump. He, he, he intentionally used the word not at DJ Envy, but to evoke emotion out of DJ Envy. Right. Because yet and still, I may not be talking directly to you or about you. This, this, this is, you
0: know... Well, I appreciate uh, the conversation you. in general because... A lot of people have their so many opinions about it. And to be honest, this is the first time that I'm hearing um, first of all, black men talk about it, but just have it being on this high of a scale where the debate is, whether you should go to public school or private school, like which is going to benefit you. And obviously if you have kids, it's the conversation that has to happen or even, depending on where you live it's a conversation that has to happen but the fact that it was two black men that you don't see it like you wouldn't normally hear this conversation being brought up um and being a teacher i think that it is interesting because my first right off the gate i was offended by dj what dj mb said well dj mb
1: made a uh, comment about teachers
0: he said public teachers are the worst in the country. Like he didn't kind of allude to it. He flat out said it.
1: And then he he retracted. And his then statement. was like, that's
0: not what I said.
1: Charlamagne was like, Yo, my mom my, my mom's my mom's a teacher B. <laughs> like All Right. And there's a lot like, of people
0: who their families were had teachers in their family. And, I mean, I understand that there are holes and flaws in the public school system, but just because you have money and just because you can afford private school doesn't mean you get to shit on pr- public school.
1: I think it's up to the kids to assert themselves. Did I say that right? Yes. Okay. I think it's up to kids to assert themselves. Killer Mike made a point. You mean to tell me you're going you to fuck off? In public school, but if I send you up here with these white folks to private school, you're gonna be on your best behavior. All of a sudden,
0: your academics are gonna give them 100%, you're
1: gonna be on your shit. I mean, we got to start placing value in our communities and and, and in our schools, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mm. we have to put the value there, you know what I'm saying? Uh, The things I think the things that he mentioned about the way he grew up, like, people put value. In those schools, and therefore he put value in those schools.
0: And so I think a lot of it had to do also with the schools that he went to. It seemed like the community really supported it, and so they would put a lot of effort into it, like you were saying. And so therefore that made the teachers probably want to work harder. That also made the kids probably want to work harder because he mentioned a lot about confidence. And I just felt like DJ Envy was putting all of his – confidence coming from the fact that he went to a prestigious private school like it shouldn't matter where you are at school you should want to do your best and you should want to to work to your highest potential and so sometimes kids don't have that luxury you have kids in Mississippi and Louisiana that are dealing with school systems and not being able to afford things Do you think that their parents are going to be like, oh, you know what? This public school is crap. Here's $50,000. Let's let's have you go to, like, St. Michael's. Like, it doesn't work like that. You have to take with what's available to you, and that public school is available to them. So support that public school. Do anything that you can to make sure that that is going to be uh, the best education that your kid can get and go from there.
1: I I mean, Mike also makes a point when he talks about, like, they teaching you how to honestly they're teaching you how to take it. They're teaching you how to test it. Yes, real. like I definitely didn't disagree with that. And they're not preparing you for life. You know what I'm saying? And and you gotta get prepared for life. Now, I don't I'm not sure if the private schools are preparing these kids for life.
0: I think they are in a different sense because, like he was saying before, a lot of resources are being presented to them. So they do have the opportunity to ask children directly what they're interested in and curriculum and everything go towards that. So that's why he was mentioning my son is getting to own his own business because those kids are expressing the fact that they have interest in it. And then you have other kids who might be interested in something artistic or creative. They're going to put them in those magnet classes that are going to push them and give those opportunities for expression. Unfortunately, public schools don't really get that opportunity. And they they don't have to fund the resources or the teachers. But that still does not mean that you have to shit or negate um the work that public schools are doing because you don't see private school teachers going on strike Oh, uh, on top of the fact that
1: i think dj envy just rattled those facts off not knowing
0: right he was going based off of merely his children going to private school and that he got to go to private, private school. school so he, he had a very one track skewed opinion i did
1: uh like killer mike said i'm, I'm speaking for Working class people Yeah in the, it, Pretty much in the southeast I don't think I think people up north I even think people out west Forget like There's a whole group of people That are black And we live in the south And it's a place Totally different From where you're from <laughs> It's a little slower It's way poor And the school system ain't the greatest and the, the the cards are stacked up against these black kids man. and sometimes
0: it's a lot harder even if you do have that desire to have your kid go to a different school you can't just wake up and walk into that school and say hey enroll my child <laughs> like Very we true. have zones we have yeah. Yeah, lotteries you got- like you cannot just say I don't want my kid to go to this school because it's quote unquote bad I have to work hard and figure out a way and actually like care about it yeah yeah and yeah. you have to convince i guess why your child should go to that school. So, <laughs> it's not just easy as I'm just going to write a check for $50,000, put my kid in the school. Which what? is what DJ Envy thinks that that's how it works. Exactly. I mean,
1: Killer the mic right. You know what I'm saying? We got to value our schools. We got to value our communities. Put money into those schools, into those communities and then somewhere down the line we can have programs like they have at st michael's st matthew's Mm st mary st paul (laughs) so
0: if you didn't get a chance to listen to it please do i feel like over time i'm starting to like killer mike a lot more because originally when he first came out i didn't listen to a lot that he said and i think a lot of it especially with like his his um stance on guns and things kind of um kept me at arm's distance with him but now that like trigger warning has come out and then these um interviews and things that he's been doing he's speaking really good stuff and he means well and he's not trying to like split the country black versus white he's just trying to bring people together, bring people together and uplift the community which I think is important The community, and what it has nothing from, yes. to do with the fact of you uh, choosing black people over white people it's, it's more so just bringing pe- everyone together and trying to build you up as a whole I mean when it came
1: to his stance on guns I knew his stance on guns would definitely be anti when you're southern right and you live in the South. Guns are just that. That that's that's a part of of life here in yeah. the South. I mean, people hunt and they kill with their guns, and they protect their family. We live in a place where you can pretty much. A lot of people in the South have a lot of land.
0: It's definitely situational because if you don't have land and you're not living in these situations, but you gotta
1: think. I, I think I think people in Charlotte forget. Like people in places like Charlotte and Atlanta. A uh, 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 Miami, uh, New Orleans, a uh, 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 Houston, a uh, Dallas, in a metropolitan city in the South. Yeah. You t- you tend to forget that the state that you live in as a whole mm-hmm. is mostly rural. Yeah. That's a lot of land. Ain't no cops or no fire stations for miles and miles. So that's why they're so big on their guns. Protection of your property and your family is important because. If you ever go to my uncle's house in the South, if he knock you off down there, they won't find you.
0: That is a scary thought in the country. And so
1: therefore, think about being killed. Your family being somebody intrudes your house, kills your family. No one will find you. There's a lot of land. Like, ain't no neighbors. Like, my neighbors are right there. Your neighbors are right there. In the South, the deep South, your neighbors might be a mile away
0: and that's why gun control is going to be this exhausting long conversation because of situations
1: like that i feel like you don't want to give the power to the to the power that be to decide who can have and who can't have right and i think that's what made them step up even more because now you already got laws keeping black people down from all this other shit we can get guns But you got lost too If we become a felon And this that and the third So It's already hard for us If they start making a list Of who can and who can't I don't want to be on that list just because I identify as Muslim, I identify as black, I identify as whatever you think you got a problem with or I threaten would your like, country.
0: I would like to think that that's not how they're going to do it. I would like to But think. you honestly never know. So that's why I say like... But their everyone, track record is fucked right, up. Right. So <coughs> everyone's going to have their opinion about it and it's really exhausting and so that's why I appreciate that there are people out there that really are okay with voicing their opinions and how they feel about it. I just hope that what all the negative stuff that's being brought on is going to I don't know just wake more people up and understand that everything is situational and you have to come to a resolution that kind of works for everybody everyone is so quick to be like well you won't let me have so therefore I don't support and it's like but then that means you're telling me that you support this bad thing that happened which is the reason why we brought it up i.e. a school shooting All of a sudden, you're mad that I want to take your guns away. But the reason that we want to take the guns away is a lot better than you keeping your gun because you don't want to be told you can't have it. But I think that's a rabbit hole that we can't go down. That's a big (laughs) rabbit hole. As far as gun control. That's a a, a big rabbit hole. (laughs) But back to DJ Envy, I have a problem with him because he likes to flex all of his money and then make himself sound like he's a really good guy. That's so another it, he thing. He should too. put his money to teach. That's another if thing too. I'll, I'll pay for this. I'll them.
1: pay for that. Like Killer Mike really in a community. Like yes. he's really there. DJ Mike's like, like he, I put on real state seminars. He has, has, has barbershops everywhere, but he's literally in his community <laughs> doing shit. Um my first time even hearing Killer Mike, and I know we've been on this topic for a minute. My yeah. first time even hearing Killer Mike was uh, on one of his mixtapes, uh, uh probably an album now. You can search it on Apple Music, you can search it on Spotify, it's called I Pledge Allegiance to the Grind. Oh, and it was just the content of the lyrics were just about like his shirt says, "Kill your masters." Mm -hmm. His shirt says, "Fire your boss." You know what I'm saying? That was his thing back then. Become your own boss. Fire your boss. Kill your
0: masters. And they're like, "Oh, Killer Mike is so violent." Blah 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 blah.
1: Yeah. So I mean, I understood that shirt coming from uh, just listening to that that record. Like, you know, today when you get up this morning, you need to fire your boss. Like become your own independent thinking working person. And so it was just the messages that he was putting out in these uh I Pledge Allegiance to the Grind mixtapes where I was introduced to him outside of a outcast thing and just a Killer Mike thing. I was like, yo, this dude is deep. Like this dude got some depth to him. I'm glad the world finally getting a chance to see Killer Mike, hear Killer Mike Night. Like now he's getting that no- notoriety. But yeah. but if you've been on that type of hip hop, then you already knew that was his lane.
0: And it's not even for music, ironically. Yeah, and a lot of times. People are going to start listening to his music now. And a lot of times it's not. You know what I'm saying? It's just like
1: Joe Button. He's more more (laughs) noted for what he does now. I'm waiting to see the Spotify numbers for Pump It Up. He's still the pump it up nigga to me. (laughs) He always will be the pump it up nigga. You're right.
0: He reinvented himself to try something different, try something new, get his voice out there.
1: Yes. um,
0: So maybe that needs to happen for a lot of other artists. All right. All right. No more Killer Mike, even though we love him.
1: Send your kids to... to I, I, I'm going to wrap this up like this. You oh, wanna geez. see your, No, you want to see your kids to private school? Cool. I grew up in public schools. I think you get introduced to life in the way life really is by going to public schools. You're exposed to a lot of stuff. By being exposed to these things. And honestly, the education that you get in a public school is, is, is what you make it.
0: Ooh, say that again.
1: The, the education that you get in a public school is what you make it. Give so, yourself a rainbow. So if you don't... <laughs> I might keep going man. So d- That's all I got on there I should've never hit that shit Now it's acting up again We had some, some oh. Something good going on okay. um, ah, Next to soundboard. Next topic No I hit this fucking Oh mic. Sorry 6 9 ine pled guilty to uh, Nine counts of racketeering Drug trafficking And um, I can't think of what the la- last one was but Isn't it
0: like attempted murder? Didn't he try to kill somebody?
1: Attempted murder.
0: I'm so done with him. I've been done with him. I
1: feel very...
0: Uh, this I is, don't feel bad. I do, man. He's 22. Okay, and you made those choices because you're trying to be all hard. You joined a gang. To, to be imp- a rapper. Right, but it's also to improve your street cred that nobody asked you to do. For your rap career. Who cares? <laughs> I think he stinks as a rapper anyway. Oh, man. Like... I already didn't like him because of his whole um, child sex issue, his whole case. Okay. So that already let me know that he doesn't really care about a lot of stuff and he thinks that he can get away with a lot of things. And then now this whole street cred, like attempted murder and money things, and he just makes bad choices with his wardrobe and all that stuff.
1: <laughs> what does his clothes I don't
0: understand. have to do with anything? Because that's the first thing I see. We're living in a society. Where I think he first made bad choices with his tattoos. everything. He made bad bad decisions. He with his made tattoos, bad choices with his, his tattoos his teeth, and his, his hair. hair. It's a whole the teeth, package. The
1: teeth can go in and out. The hair. Oh man. They
0: showed a picture of him after he's been in jail. How long has he been in jail for? Like two months. Oh, they got pictures of him. Well, they had a picture of him um, when I guess when he was in court for them to let him know. What his charges were, but they made him take out his his rainbow teeth and then like his hair. I think it's been washed. So it didn't have all these bright, random colors in it. He looked normal. The only thing that didn't How look normal. How can you not feel sorry for that kid, I don't. man? I can you not? I understand when you're 22, you make dumb decisions because we've all been there. I, I guess but I, I don't make <laughs> dumb decisions when it involves other people and hurting them. Like, you know what you have to do to be a part of a gang. To get into a gang, nine times out of ten, don't they make you always kill somebody? I feel you no, know,
1: this is this is I guess this is where I'm coming from. You got older people around six nine. You got adults who he's not funding this rap thing.
0: So he's not considered an adult even though he's only twenty two?
1: When I say adults, we got people 30, 40 years old. That have been in the game for a while. And this these are things if you I feel like this. If you got a kid with potential and you see what's going on and you know this kid could be something Instead of pull him further in, use the, use the illegal activity to get him out and keep his name out of all y'all shit. Because if anything go down, you want the best for him.
0: So you wanted them to protect him.
1: Because that's what real family do. I'm not saying they should, but it has older men. We shouldn't be misguiding these teens to make them think like this shit is the life. Gang banging, drug slanging all this shit. I think is, he
0: wanted to do that.
1: Of course, because the guys he looked up to were, were were doing it, and he wanted to be a part of it. They were making money, getting fast chicks. But once they got on this rap thing, it could have been like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Let me, right. let me talk. Let me talk to you. You know what I'm saying? That's when you
0: should have stopped.
1: Let me let me talk to you. I see what's going on. You you got people around you that could have slowed you down, so you could maybe make a a, a better decision than that. Because now. Cause now you pled guilty, and you've told on all these grown ass men, all these gangster ass men who've done real gangster shit. Cause your rap sheet ain't that long. You made a murder attempt, meaning you were there. You shot off your weapon. You could have shot the bitch in the air, but you were there. You shot your weapon. You 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 called the hit off out on Chief Keefe. You pled guilty to that. You you pled guilty to moving Akia heroin. You know about Where the drugs
0: that much heroin
1: uh we'll have to talk about that out off <laughs> air.
0: Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh you know i mean
1: we're nope no nope. you, you've told on everybody you, you're in protective custody man but it's not good for like
0: <sighs> i'm intrigued to know what johnny thinks because clearly i'm see... the person who gives zero fucks i don't care
1: i just He's feel sorry i just feel sorry for him i do want to see how much time he gets
0: You're right. He may get enough time to where he comes out and he's older and he might be like, my whole life passed me by. I need to, like, come back out. But you also have 69 tattooed on your face. So now you're going to be 50 something, (laughs) 60 something when you possibly get out with 69 (laughs) tattooed on your face. So what are you going to do now? Oh,
1: man, you're right. I just uh, am I
0: going to see him at some the latest fast food restaurant at the time? Him. not and to you, take that away because they get paid more you than teachers know it is. and you're gonna know it exactly you're gonna, he know gonna exactly be who with it that is. tattoo on
1: his face and you gonna know it is. like damn i
0: can't feel sorry for you sorry that i, I just can't no nah, i don't i, don't, it, I just, please if there's anybody who really really wants to stick up for him please have a conversation with me yeah <laughs> i him. I, I can't
1: stick up for him i just feel bad for him you know it's like damn man you 22 man you you, you had a good thing going
0: because no. his his whole rap it's just, persona it just, it just, it just, is like, look how awesome I am. I'm the king in, of whatever. I'm the king of New York or whatever, and just just perpetrating. I don't like a poser. He's a poser. Let's talk about it. And
1: and that's and, and agreed. I agree with you. But all rappers are full of shit. They ain't out here doing nothing. They True. not doing nothing. They they was out here doing all that. They be facing the same type of time. I guess. So
0: Only, I guess okay, I, who guess who I feel bad about? I feel bad about his mother. And I feel bad about yeah. his girlfriend. Yeah. Those are the two people that I will feel bad about. And his kid. And yeah. his kid. Yeah. Because they now have to be in custody for protection in order to deal with his shit.
1: <sighs>
0: we can't talk about him no more.
1: All right, man. <laughs> uh, lastly, I got him on this. I got some sports on here. Uh, Anthony Davis requested a trade this week.
0: Anthony Davis' eyebrows, correct? Yes, okay. eyebrows. Eyebrows. eyebrows for, <laughs> for those who really don't care that much, he's eyebrows. And
1: uh, if I can get my mic back, oh. uh, Chris, Chris, that poor,
0: <laughs> how do we say it?
1: Chris back, Chris, that por- <laughs> Yo, this shit is you really good. You mean Chris that Porzingis? Me. Yeah, Chris <laughs> <laughs> Porzingis. I've never heard.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I stole that for Bodega Boys. Chris dick. Porzingis. Mm. Uh, he was traded to the Mavericks for D. Smith and DeAndre Jordan, Wesley Matthews in a first-round draft pick.
0: I mean, isn't he injured? So he hasn't been playing anyway. Something about his ACL?
1: I know. Yeah. But,
0: like, how? Does that happen often? Do what? people get traded when they're like injured, injured?
1: Injured players don't get traded, but somebody of Chris Stapp's uh uh stature, like uh-huh. who he is, yeah. You you that's like LeBron being injured. You're gonna try. He's not. Listen,
0: uh, uh, you trade LeBron. We're gonna fight. That's like that's, that's
1: uh, not a LeBron. That's like a D Wade being injured. You still okay. want D Wade? He's gonna get healthy. True. You'll take a chance on that. Okay,
0: so Dallas knows that he's gonna get better. Yeah, he's and like he's, eight, gonna... he's what twenty something years old. Like 21, yeah, he's like 22.
1: one, twenty two. He's got a long way to go here. So he's got okay. some time on him, and you, you've already shown that you could be good. We'll we'll take a we'll take the hit. We'll give up some talent because we see what we can. Because they about to lose Dirk. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think they're gonna try to do something with him and they got a new rookie named uh, Luca Donich that's that's awesome. So
0: the Mavericks are just trying to so they're gonna rebuild. They,
1: yeah, they're gonna well, they they they've been doing great. So I guess they tried to do better. I don't agree with getting rid of the point guard that they got rid of and Wesley Matthews.
0: Do you think DeAndre Jordan's gonna be <laughs> a good addition to the Knicks? Depends. If they get,
1: depends on who they who they get. DeAndre Jordan is a center, a, last of the Mohicans of being a pure center.
0: <laughs> he, he so is. he needs people to help him.
1: Who DeAndre? DeAndre yeah, don't do a lot do of scoring. Himself, he right? gets a lot of offensive, defensive okay. rebounds. And then DeAndre, you know, you catch him on a pick and roll. DeAndre is not gonna. He's not the guy you iso. So and maybe let him they're score. trying
0: to get the first round pick so they can pick somebody to work with him.
1: They, they Yeah, they, they're definitely gonna get the first round pick. Not to work with DeAndre because he's oh. not gonna say DeAndre's not the guy that's getting you points.
0: Oh, but they're, they're in
1: this thing for Zion Williamson. Okay, that, that's what it's all about right now.
0: I'm just letting y'all know. I enjoy. So they're not worried but I but about, about cannot Depp. talk very in depth. I'm aware of who these players are, and I will watch the games. But as far as like trading and stuff, mm, I'm new <laughs> to it.
1: But um that's it for headlines this week. It was it was, it was a busy week, but not a really a busy week. week. I think most of everything happened at the top of the week. Yeah. I mean, you had some other things happen, uh what, uh Tory Lanez called out Dreamville. He I don't understand gave
0: so much attention. <laughs> I cannot stand it.
1: I haven't even heard his R and B shit, so I mean
0: <laughs> He's, he's
1: alright. I mean other than that, it was, it was a pretty he, slow week. And then yeah. he got a uh what's it one of the dolls made a diss record about him? I think it
0: was Cast on. One of them.
1: She had a line on there saying that he sucked her toes through her socks. What? I see my mic. No see comment. shit shit is fucking up over here, but I wanna know.
0: Are we gonna have to share one?
1: If a if a nigga sucked your toes through your socks.
0: <laughs> are these fresh socks that I just put on or are these I've been walking around in them all day?
1: Ooh, that's oh, that's nasty. Uh <laughs>
0: These are questions that need answers. These do need answers. But I prefer you not to really come near my feet. <laughs> Period. So, <laughs> there's my answer.
1: Oh. Yeah. Let me do my thing here, right here, yo. Oh. Like, uh oh, <laughs> all right
0: <wow. laughs> i was gonna be supportive
1: <laughs> no nah, i'm not i'm not rapping uh, okay all right uh you want to kick the forum off
0: um so the forum topic today is something big something that's very very prominent to talk about these days and that is representation does representation matter representation meaning um seeing ourselves Um, in our daily life. And so you'd like me to start? Sure. Okay. So, um, I think that everyone will be happy to know that we probably will agree on at least this topic that I'm all for representation and there is a, it's a big deal and representation meaning seeing black people in my daily life. It is important. It matters. There are reasons why it should happen and I am completely 100% for it. That does not negate the fact of how I also personally like to spend my time in a diverse group of friends, but of course I am a black woman and so I like to see people who look like me doing things that I didn't necessarily going to do, but just that I can enjoy seeing them all the time.
1: I think it's real important for kids to see uh, Themselves represented in certain roles. I think it's important For children to see Fathers in homes Black fathers In homes Um, And I'm gonna say that Because when I was growing up I didn't have A father in in my home And I didn't know that fathers in homes Of people my color existed And if it wasn't for the complete Families that I seen growing up then I would have always had a idea of the black man to be a certain way. But I know that when I hear certain things like black men don't take care of their kids, I know that's not true because I was able to see those examples of fathers who had wives or fathers who took care of their kids. I think it's important for a young man to see that. So you didn't carry that over? No, because growing up where I grew up, if I didn't have, if I'd never seen it, In my community, all we had was one dude that had an actual dad at home.
0: So one was enough for you to be like. That wasn't even. I met
1: him later in life. Oh. You know, younger, everybody just had grandparents, uh, just a mom. You know what I'm saying? Um, but my first time seeing the dad was I had this friend I used to spend a lot of time at his house. His father. His father would take us to go play basketball. You know, his father was real like on the weekends when his father wasn't working, he would take us to spa middle school with him. And mm-hmm. I would watch his dad play basketball. I would watch him emulate his father want to be like his father. So it, let, it helped me for when I got older, when you say, okay, black men, uh, you know, when they perpetuate stereotypes on TV that our families are all broken, that's not true.
0: And that's funny that you say that. Cause that's what I was going to mention is that I find myself to kind of always be a unique situation. Cause growing up in a military family, I would see very specific things happening and when i would see black families on tv they looked nothing like mine they were always going through situations and going through things that i did not relate to and so that's why when we say that representation matters it matters on all fields not just seeing black people um on tv they also need to be showing life that's accurate that's what's actually going on. Would you say in your life was aspects. different because
1: you guys were in a military family?
0: Oh, definitely. Because of the fact that um I was put in places where diversity was a norm and it didn't really it wasn't really based on um income. So literally if your family was in the military, you lived on a base. And so all of us we were military kids. We had military parents. Most of the time it was a two-person household or as far as like two-parent household because if our if our parents were deployed, somebody needed to be home to take care of the kids. So more than likely, you're either going to have your mom home or you're going to have your dad home. Very rarely was there kids where like their grandparents or like their aunt was was being was taking care of them because both of their parents were deployed. So in my mind two-parent household was the norm and anytime i saw otherwise i was so fascinated and i didn't really know how that happened or why and so when i would see it on tv i was like that's how they see black people and i didn't like it because that uh, like you said before that isn't always the case and it shouldn't be the norm
1: yeah it shouldn't be the norm. i think that's something that people got fed up with tyler perry about the way he was depicting and representing uh, black uh uh. Let's say black relationships, mm-hmm. and it always seemed to be either you got this ghetto girl, and she's too overbearing for this guy.
0: There was always a struggle of some there sort. Was a,
1: yeah, there was always a struggle. I mean, of course, in marriages there always a struggle, but then you always had like um uh you you had the controlling wife mm-hmm. who 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 was so successful, and her husband wasn't that successful. And I'm not saying these are not real things. I just think that there this were very specific dynamics dynamics that were always in the black happening. Yeah. yeah. They were always happening in your movie. So I, th- I think that gave people kind of like, I, hey, you know, can you represent us a little bit different? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, cause I mean, it's not like the, the stereotypes he was perpetuating weren't true, but you know, there are also some good cases here. So you also want that to be represented as well, because the way we are represented in these movies, TV Music that rolls over into life, but just seeing that rolls over into how we're treated by other colors of people,
0: yes, because that's that. what they're seeing. They're seeing the same exact things that we are. They're listening to the same music, yep, they're seeing the same people, and they're for the most part having the same reactions, coming to this conclusion that this is how a person of color or black people specifically are supposed to act and think and those are the situations that they're only good enough for and I say that being that kids are so influenced and it starts in the home so that's why we started talking about just growing up with having um, parents in the home that are teaching them these things Mm -hmm. then they look and they're seeing things on tv then they're going out into the world and they're at school so at school representation matters and it's hard when um, we don't have enough black teachers and we don't talk about it a lot um, because of the fact that we're really just trying to have teachers, period. There's a, there's a lack of teachers. But depending on where you are, there's a lack of black teachers. And then even more importantly, and I hate to be a repeater, black men teachers or black male teachers, because I think when you see them in the education, academic um, position I think that that has an immediate effect on how Black children see education and treat education.
1: No, I agree with you there. Um, I did not. I do. I did not know it was a shortage of Black teachers. Yes, but the fact that there is a shortage of Black teachers that leaves you a lot of teachers that are not Black teaching Black kids. Yes, and I think it's important for kids to To be taught, especially black kids, I think it's important for black kids to to get some sort of something from a teacher. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah.
1: That looks like them. I well, know. There's always
0: going to be an argument about it because I personally think that diversity is important. But when you have a situation at home that might not necessarily be. A positive positive one you do want to have some sort of black positive role mile and the next person that might come is that teacher
1: and also from my understanding issue like you you're dealing with kids you're dealing with their their, their mental capacity mm-hmm. you're dealing with the at-home shit because it's transferring into school and and, and i think a lot of times you, Having black teachers, they kind of understand what another child of color might be going through, because they might know somebody or been in those shoes. They can relate a little bit better than somebody who's not of color.
0: Um, do you recall? Can you remember any of your teachers that were black?
1: Oh, yes, Miss Mason.
0: It seems like you had a lot more than I have.
1: I know you. That's why I said I think you're right. I had a lot of white. I had a lot of white teachers at elementary school. Um. I started getting my black teachers in middle school and I can't remember every teacher's name, but I definitely remember face. Miss Mason's the one I remember the most because you didn't play around in Miss Mason's class. Mm-hmm. No, you didn't play around in Miss Mason's class. She was an English teacher. You went in there and you was on your shit.
0: Yeah, I think you, I've had maybe two. You, you jump
1: when <laughs> she say jump and you say, ha, ha, jump, nigga, ha, ha.
0: That's awesome that you have that, like, such illicit memories. My of her.
1: first uh, black teacher I ever seen was this black teacher that taught third grade. And I can't remember her name. I just remember she had some real hairy legs. <laughs> that lady was not a joke. Third grade, you're not that joke. tall, so. That lady was not a joke. Yeah, you know, we were sitting on the floor doing, I think it was a story <laughs> time or some shit, and I seen up her dress. And I was like, Jesus Christ, the hair on her legs. And she was dark skinned, and she had like black black hair on her legs i
0: was like what the fuck oh my gosh
1: yeah yo that shit scared me um
0: the fact that you remember it's crazy my memory is is trash too. yeah I,
1: I remember my black teachers because I, the older i got i got more i had a spanish t- teacher that was black in high school um he was cool i can't remember that motherfucker like i said i can't remember names to save my life i had an english teacher that was black in high school um she was cool i loved the way she teach- taught english she taught English great. Um,
0: but that's funny but that the community that you grew up in, you were able to have access to all these black teachers because now the norms. I think growing to be- up in
1: Charlotte, I think I think you're right. I, I But I grew up in Charlotte and I I never went to school in my community. I only went to school for my community one time. And I was, and it wasn't
0: either of those years that you just talked about.
1: No. When I was in middle school the second time, I had a black homeroom teacher. That was my first time meeting kids bad enough to scare a black homeroom teacher. <laughs> I said, nigga, what? Y'all that bad? And, you know, in that school, it wasn't a lot of black teachers. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. there, it was what, a middle, maybe lower, middle, upper, maybe middle, upper, middle class kids going to the school. And then some lower class kids or some kids from, you know, the hood going to the school. you mixing all these kids together. And then the teachers and where the school was, was really for the, not for our community anyway. Mm-hmm. It was for people who lived out there in Mallet Creek, and at that time, Mallet Creek wasn't as black as it is now.
0: Yeah. Because so. now in Charlotte, honestly, if you really think about it, um, the way that schools are made up, you'll have a huge population of of one race, or, like, for example, you'll have a whole school full of black kids, but then all the teachers, except for maybe, like, three or four, are going to be white. So it's it's harder now to have that representation unless you get lucky. Cause I happen to work at a school where it's pretty, it's almost half. Mm -hmm. And even though the ratios might be higher, say in um, the middle school part of our school, they might have more diversity than we do. It, It depends on the grade levels, but that's not the norm. My previous school, when I worked there, I was one of two that were, that were black. Everyone else was white. Everybody and th- we were working with nothing but minority kids. Yeah. So it's like hard because you're looking for teachers, but you don't wanna say, Oh, you can't work at this school because you're you're not the same race as the kids that But are is, here. That, is that you is wanna that teach tr- them period. Is that,
1: is that truly a problem with that? Yes. Because I think people <laughs> Then yeah. this is not even on subject, but I think people get discriminated against for certain things all the time.
0: Yes, but I feel like education is one of those things where you, it, you shouldn't be. It's a safe space. So I think that's why that hasn't been addressed. There are not all of these pockets where only black teachers can work. There's not pockets where only white people can work. It's more the It's more like the availability. So if I'm going to a small town in Nebraska, there's not going to be a lot of black people
1: if any (laughs) if any
0: so i'm not gonna really be expecting to walk in and see a diverse staff but if i'm in a city like houston uh yeah i'm gonna expect it to be just as diverse regardless if i'm in the hood or not
1: well i also think representation matters in other areas outside of school like when you see uh people of color like nowadays um very different from when I grew up. Nowadays, you get to see a lot of people of color in leadership roles like mm-hmm. the president, like senators, like governors, like mayors. And I think that gives kids something to reach for.
0: I love that that's becoming the norm. Like, when you hear a yeah. kid say, I want to be president.
1: Yeah, I want to be president. I want to be the mayor. I want to be this. You know, city councilman. Like, mm-hmm. that's possible because you're starting to see people in those roles. Hell, you even starting to see people uh, in, in, in sports, on teams like Michael Jordan, like a Magic Johnson, get these prominent positions on these teams so you can be more than just a hoop star. Yeah, I think, that's moving uh, a little slower. I though. think showing black kids more avenues than what we had growing up, um, where it was just like you could either play a sport or you could sing and dance. There you go. Like uh, I know,
0: those are the four things. That generally. was like the
1: thing growing up. And now that's why I say, that's why I was thinking about like just representation matters, seeing these people in these roles. We, I mean hell Even if you're a handyman And you aspire somebody to Become you know Owning their own
0: business Yeah
1: Just being role models And just like I say Seeing yeah. positive things From people of color For for children more so matters And yeah. that's why I say Representation matters Especially for adults But more so for kids it,
0: Do you think it, it's more effective For kids than it it's, is for it's adults It's definitely
1: for adults I mean for kids For adults I think Representation matters A little bit different I think um, you need to see positive things from people. You need to not think that everything that you've been taught your whole life is true about certain people. And I see that with black people a lot. Like, um, I I told you in the Johnny this last week, you can't be scared of your own people. Right. And that doesn't come from an actual fear. That comes from what's been projected to you by TV. That's come from what... Told to you via, via song or, or, or uh, via a movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Any the reality. Re- yeah, reality is these people are just people like you and I. And we just all Comes from all walks of life. But they don't get good representation. And so therefore. You're kind of, like, eerie of certain people.
0: So dealing with stereotypes.
1: Yeah, when you... De- yeah. And, that, and I think that's why representation matters for adults, especially us, because we consume a lot of content on TV, a lot of the news. You know what I'm saying? The older you get, you get set in your ways, and you just start to believe, like, boy, you got to watch... You got to watch those people who sag their pants. They might kill you, and yeah. and that's not really the thing. You know what I'm saying? That that That's not really true.
0: <laughs> well, do you think that that's why, as adults, we make such a big deal whenever we see things like... Like Black Panther, for example, like finally having the exposure of a black superhero. I think that, that was we great did for not the, get as a kid.
1: I think that was great for the children. I think Black Panther was great for the children because I would, I would that's something I never got to see as a kid. Right. You know, all my favorite superheroes were white dudes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I before I picked up my first X Men comic book and found my first black, you know, superhero, which was Bishop and Storm, like. I was oblivious to a a Black Panther or anything like a Black Panther.
0: But I also think that if you take the time as an adult to dive into it more, it also helps you because the representation for... And I use that movie as, as an example because it really is such a heavy movie. like The actors, the production, the costuming, the director... All of them come from the same community. And so even if you're not interested in being an actor, even if you're not interested in superheroes, you're seeing that, hey, they're all in a society or a place like Hollywood that maybe I'm interested in being a part of. So even if I don't want to be an actor, I could want to be a director. I could want to be a writer. So then I know that that's something I could possibly aspire to, even as an adult. Yeah, I mean, people make career changes all the time. No, nah,
1: people do make career changes out there, but I think even as adults, we looked at them do this movie, and we was like, they won't get the recognition that this movie deserves and because so they jaded. are people of color. You I know don't what like saying? that. You're right. Um, but I, I mean, I like think it, it was great. I think it's uplifting for adults. And but I think it's more so like well, what I say, representation matters, especially for for kids. For adults, it's more so you we need to see things to change the way where our minds been. Changed. Yeah, we
0: gotta change the narrative. Instead of automatically being like, we're not going to be able to, we're not going to win award for this. People are yeah, going to hate it.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, change your mindset about that. I understand that's a realistic mindset. You're like, oh, they ain't going to vote it Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you even see they tried to make another category for it. Yeah. So, but um, that's really all I really had. I mean. So
0: where do we go from here?
1: As far as, I mean, just, I, I think the
0: representation
1: we have is great. I think we need more representation. I mean...
0: We're somewhere that we are maybe lacking in.
1: Well, you don't see us a lot at? Yeah. Ooh. Seven of the, no, I'm <laughs> um. Well, No, playing.
0: While you think about that, I also wanted to mention that when we say representation, I love, obviously, we're going to speak on our own experiences. But that's why other situations like Crazy Rich Asians was such a big deal because they are being um finally represented more and that might be the case also with native americans and even just um the latinx community like they're they're wanting to see their faces more to to kind of feel the same things not just only being able to depend on what you see within your family as your only representation being able to see it out in the regular world i guess we could be represented more in schools as teachers so that you think that should be the next big focus no yeah more yeah.
1: more more in school more more as teachers, more coaches, more guidance counselors.
0: I was reading something earlier today that a college in I think western Kentucky, they are actually like going to put that as a mission where they're really gonna heighten the recruitment of getting black teachers to to like focus just on them, like recruiting because a lot of people don't wanna go to college anymore. They they kind of don't want to have to pay the money and deal the with student loans up. and things. Like, right. College is like becoming a burden to a lot of people. But they're still wanting people who have maybe lived in the real world for a little bit, had a different job, had a different experience and still might be able to contribute and have a niche for black teachers. So they are working on doing a whole recruitment kind of course thing to get you into the classroom and not necessarily having to get a whole new degree for it. So I appreciate that.
1: I, I don't know how many black doctors there is out there. I know there's a lot of doctors nowadays are uh, more Indians.
0: I wish I got more the stats on that.
1: Uh, I wish I would know how many more black doctors. I mean, I don't see a lot of black doctors working in the hospital system. I don't. Um, a lot of black nurses.
0: My current doctor is black. Oh, okay. a black woman. So black. I like uh, sought it, sought it out. Like, I, I was shocked. I had doctors. a black dentist. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. we have. We cool. have a there's a dentistry with two black women that started their own industry in okay. charlotte yeah all right but i think also if you're seeking it out that will help with the representation there's some people who like with their kids they will only buy them dolls that are black or oh yeah color I, th- I think that's great or i think you should do that that always I think you should always that. have um their main characters being of color i was so anti getting the doll why i, I was like oh. See, and again, I, I grew was up, that I had nothing I but like, white Barbies.
1: I was like, "She's a girl." Don't mean she want a doll.
0: <laughs> and I just used the doll loosely. It was it like could have been anything. Oh, I, I was a,
1: I was like that about everything. Like, she's a girl. I don't mean we got to put her in pink. We put her in purple. <laughs> I was so not. We're not putting her in pink.
0: Well, that is why you have set her up for greatness because you have not perceived all of these gender and racial stereotypes. Everything on
1: her. don't have to be all these bows and shit. <laughs>
0: That's why she loves Jordans as much as you do.
1: No, nah, everything's is Bose now. Now <laughs> <Listen, it's> bows. <Bose. laughs> tell us why representation matters to you, man. Write us shitpod at gmail.com, man. Other than that, man, we're going to dive into these awards. I should have music for the awards.
0: What do we what, use what, what music?
1: I don't know. <laughs> Round of applause on that forum. I got to fix this issue by next week. We're going to get it. I'm going to find my... I'm going to let you go first.
0: I'm ready. Which one are we doing first? Uh, Which one you want to do first?
1: Oh, uh, We always start with the real nigga of the week.
0: Okay. <laughs> so, I like to take these and I kind of... Make them loose because I'm not, apparently, I'm not walking around and I'm not finding real niggas anywhere. So, (laughs) uh, my real nigga is Candace Payne, who lives in Chicago, and she ended up um, working towards getting over a hundred homeless. Chicagoans, I think that's how you say it, off the street during this crazy ass polar vortex and she helped raise money to get them hotel rooms to stay during this week of hellish weather.
1: I guess you could say that's real nigga shit. Exactly. Because she didn't, nigga have shit. You didn't have to do that right. She... Real nigga shit
0: right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, she started um, and reached out. And on Instagram to get people to help pitch in and help sponsor a hotel room. They ended up finding um, a place where the hotel rooms were about $70 a night. And so you could probably fit a couple of people in each one, um, getting them off the street. And they ended up helping over 100 people um, get out of the street on these cold, cold nights in Chicago, which I really appreciate. All right. Shout out to her. You're right. What's, she is a real nigga. Uh, yeah, this is a real nigga shit. All right. Nigga.
1: All right. My real nigga of the week is going to Tom Brokaw, And I will explain <laughs> after
0: I play this clip. Pick I wonder clip. how many people are going to be like, what's well, going right, it? Like it's, And a lot of this we don't want to talk about. But the fact is, on the Republican side, a lot of people see the rise of an extraordinary important new constituency in American politics, Hispanics will come here and all be democrats also i hear when i push people a little harder i don't know whether i want brown grandbabies. i mean that's also a part of it it's the intermarriage that is going on and the cultures that are conflicting with each other i also happen to believe that the hispanics should work harder at assimilation that's one of the things i've been saying for a long time you know that they ought not to be just codified in their communities but Make sure that all of their kids are learning to speak English and that they feel comfortable in the communities, and that's going to take outreach on both sides, frankly. And Congressman Peter K- Black, a
1: black woman is on the panel, FYI. But anyway, um,
0: so what was this panel for?
1: Uh, let's just meet the press, they're talking politics, they're just
0: talking about stuff.
1: Anyway, this man made Charlemagne's Dunkie of the Day for me, he's making my real nigga the week. Let me explain to you why We're living in a country now Where if a person speaks their mind Whether you agree or disagree We're so in a rush To counsel a person for an opinion In a land of the free Quote end quote Land of the free Must I say again Quote end quote Meaning you can say what you want You can do as you please Not saying the things that you say Don't have consequences That man's like 70, 80 years old and he's white, all right? He was giving you his opinion on what he thinks is going on in America, how people perceive things with immigrants. He was quick to apologize for these comments. Why? I don't think he feels sorry. What I think is because of the culture we live in. Shit, I want my job the next day. But he said what he felt. Whether you like it or not That's how he feels I'm sorry Get the fuck over it I'm not saying it's right I'm not saying it's wrong But you should be able to speak your mind I'm gonna say shit people don't like I don't really give a fuck if you cancel me or not But He Didn't need to apologize to you niggas Just like Kevin Hart didn't owe you niggas Another apology That's all I'm saying
0: I'm very intrigued to see what people are going to respond to. Please respond to him because I need to. I need to know what? that I'm not crazy. <laughs> and if your homeboy Latino, and he listened to it. Listen, I
1: understand I, you take. I understand you take offense to what he said about brown people. Shit, if he says some shit about black people, I just I would be take. I would take offense, but at the same time, I, I do have to understand this man, who he is, and these are his opinions.
0: You're right so he gets paid
1: he's, he's getting paid to do this you get what i'm saying like he's you're getting right. paid to tell us this he's not just volunteering this information like what type of country do people want like do you just want to hear all the things that agree with the shit that you say <laughs> or agree with it like nigga I'm, I'm sorry i'm from the south you go to the wrong person's house or you go to any white person's house you might be a boy that day or a nigga that day what you gonna do about it?
0: I just know the word assimilation <laughs> is a trigger word. So that they need to—that's how white people feel. Yeah. Again, I'm intrigued. To I mean, know that's, that's how you feel, like bro. Comment, I just want to know.
1: That's how you feel. I you know niggas that feel the same way. You are entitled. To I ain't you. know niggas that feel the same way about la- Latinos, but I ain't got nothing to do with that. All I'm saying is, hey, you feel how you want to feel. Do not persecute somebody for feeling that way. Hey, take that over him. He should be able to say that. Keep his job, and you niggas should be able to tweet him and say whatever you wanted to say. Like, fuck you, nigga. No, we don't have to assimilate. There you go. And they ain't nobody gonna cancel you for t- talking shit to him so y'all can have y'all little sh- dick swinger match. Wow. All right, that's all I have for that, man. That's my real, nigga. <laughs> oh, my
0: God. <laughs> all right, which one's next?
1: Uh, Dunce Metal. I
0: need to learn this order. Um, So my dunce, and I love her, but she gets it is ariana grande so she has her new song um seven rings out that's the one with like you like it i bought it my weave i purchased it yeah anyway i purchased did she say purchase? she doesn't say purchase she <laughs> says she bought it the last syllable. i know that's why it doesn't work anyway she got a new tattoo on the palm of her right hand and she got it in kanji which is japanese writing Um, It's supposed to say seven rings. Um, She did not do her research, um, and it actually spells out "sichirin," which is actually a small Japanese barbecue grill. Ah. So that's what she has written on her hand. Um, People went in and... Was, was really like really talking junk about her so she has a japanese tutor that she went to help her correct it um she helped her correct it but not all the way because kanji is supposed to be read a certain direction and the tattoo is not working so now it says japanese barbecue finger So she tried to fix it and and edit the (laughs) tattoo, and now it still says the wrong thing. Japanese barbecue finger. So she is the dunce because when you get tattoos in another language, you are supposed to spend a large amount of time trying to figure it out. I have um, Italian on my back as far as um, a tattoo, and I made sure my Italian teacher, because this was in college, I made sure that she read it 17 times before I got it tattooed on my body. Wow. Because I did not want it spelled incorrectly and or words put in the wrong order. But when you have like Japanese and Chinese where it's like symbols and not even actual word letters, you got to work harder. Damn. Sorry, Anna. you killing me, Smalls. Damn. Oh. Japanese barbecue finger. Is her new single? That's
1: why I never did the Chinese symbols. Niggas be like, right. Yo, this stand for strength. Like, say, like, how do you ha- How do you know that stands might say, for like, strength, hamburger nigga? Hamburger toast. Did you talk to a Chinese person? To make sure that's. Do, <laughs> is that even Chinese handwriting? What What is that? We don't know what is that. Mandarin? We don't know the fuck that is. It's nigga, too.
0: awful.
1: All right, my dance smell is going out to Miss Yes Jules.
0: So what was a, What happened with that? This is what happened with that. You always have sound bites.
1: Get my sound bite, motherfucker! I ain't playing with y'all. <laughs> Oh, shit. They don't want to play it what well, they about to play it I always trying to direct nigga somewhere
0: I <laughs> think don't let me start snapping our mind on your neck should never let again by me in. Miami, like Cali. all I do is win move oh. the industry curtain. my feelings are hurting these artists are starving they keep stay bloated. they walking around loaded their children are loaded small royalties afford the chains. Never wanted a range or needed nice things. Yeah. Just wanna see all my mains growing. Yeah. Never been one for the fame. Just keep my head down and stay never not working. Yeah. Because my ass is fat and my skin ain't black, I'm <laughs> the <fucking laughs> and the vulture has a never do nothing, they never give back. They keep giving blacks, and I realize So who is this?
1: My my dunce metal is more so for all the black people that was around this white girl, <laughs> allowing her to split this flow. <laughs> you motherfuckers look stupid
0: they I think they wanted to see her succeed but because she
1: didn't. my ass is fat and my skin is not black they call me a culture vulture I seen your ass in the thong lady you have a fat pasty white ass just like any other white girl with a fat ass like it's, it's not even comparable I don't think any black women are out here like losing sleep over you yesterday so this
0: is just a random woman
1: Yes, Jules is a TV uh, in a personality.
0: Okay, because I was like, I've never heard of I her. I had to research
1: her. I was like, who the fuck is a I Yes, Jules? I don't know who
0: this person is, so I'm okay.
1: But I was more, I, I didn't give a fuck about her. I mean,
0: <laughs> it's the, you're more upset I'm more about upset. the people that like her. I hate when do niggas this.
1: allow people to do shit. Like, don't stop allowing them to do that shit. you setting them up for failure. Yep. They're going to get around the wrong people and do that shit, and it's not going to end pretty. So, just help them out. Just like you, white, just like niggas that let their white friends say, nigga, like, stop.
0: They just wanted to go viral.
1: Stop it. All right, we'll just do the person of the week.
0: All right, so my person of the week, um, his name is Terrence Sims. He is a uh, music teacher in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. He is a teacher at Milwaukee Prep School. I think that's the name of the school. He has a really unique way of teaching. He is able to connect with his kids with music. And the hard part is he knows that ki- younger kids are listening to hip hop all the time. It's a lot harder for them to it's a lot harder for us to pretend like they don't, even though the words have cuss, the songs have cuss words they're listen to these mumble rappers. But he has found a way to connect with them. And he even helps them kind of write their own music. Um, I'm like obsessed with his Instagram and it's at um, S.I.M.S. Strong. Um, his last name is Sims. So I'm really impressed by the way that he's able to connect with his children. And being in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, I thought was the biggest thing, that this is like a prep school. I believe it's all black, like we were just talking about earlier. He's a black man teaching all black kids, and he's found a way to connect with them. And they seem overall to be super excited about their education. And a lot of them are seem to be connecting through music, and that's how they're like doing well in their education. He's a black dude? He's a black guy representation and so yeah exactly we made the whole connection and so he has found a way to not make them feel bad about it he's found a way for them to express themselves so I want to applaud him for that um I'm gonna to want to post him and people go to his Instagram because he's got a lot of good videos like these kids are writing these raps and singing and singing and rapping about studying and being queens and kings and I love it
1: that's a great person of the week. I, I I I had a default to the cop out, the easy cop out. I did. <laughs> I, I gave my person of the week this week to uh the Queen. Megan Markle is she is a queen? Is she a yet? queen? She's a princess.
0: She's something. She's
1: something. Yeah, y'all still love her. Is. That's
0: not default. I love her
1: but um i thought this was interesting so her and prince harry so i guess she's a princess yeah her and prince harry uh made a surprise stop at a charity called 125 which provides outreach and support to women trying to escape sex work addiction homelessness and poverty um she decided to uh Go there, and they put together like these lunch baskets for them. And what she did is, on each banana, she wrote a very special message for each lady, <laughs> with <laughs> words of encouragement such as um, "You are special. You are strong. You're brave. You are loved." Um, That's really nice. You can check that out on theglowup.theroot. com. It's an article right up about uh, the volunteer work they did. Looks like they got some juices, some muffins, bananas, some oranges, some little cuties. But um, she jumped right in And wrote them all Personal messages So uh, shout out to that Man I didn't even know They had a program like that um, I don't I even know If we have programs like that Here in the states For sex Like people who used to be Sex workers
0: Um Probably um, like but Like better women's shelter Or something out like that For them Yeah I don't think they're very Like mainstream Meghan Markle is the Duchess of Sussex Ah So I knew it was like Something else She's not you known as a princess
1: Fact checker Fact checking on her night off I
0: still gotta do it
1: Alright, man, so no movie minute this week Um, I did want to give y'all a music review for the month in albums Um, I ain't got no intro music for my shit, man Just let y'all niggas know What did you think about the fight? What you, I beat him Everybody out there know I beat him Everybody out there know I beat him I controlled the fight He was missing I hit him clean more times I beat him That's right
0: You're killing me, small.
1: Y'all better know what's up. It
0: almost sounds like Kevin Hart. <laughs> Is
1: that just me? The nigga that got bit by Pusha T. Yeah, that's right. Uh, this month some albums came out, so let's go over there. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. If you had a chance to hear these albums, if you haven't had a chance to hear these albums, go check these albums out. Some recommendations I'm making for y'all. Uh, I'm not JP. I'm not J. I'm not Jukebox. I can't give you no waves. I can't give you no waves. I'm gonna tell you five stars, three stars, whatever. Flames. Um. Let's start with the future album I already gave y'all uh, my opinion on the future album Very thorough album, front to cover Keep the same tempo um, I don't have a favorite track I usually let it rip while I'm in the gym It's a straight album If you're riding out with the homies, throw that on Definitely good music on there Now, album I'm gonna give almost Probably the best album that's dropped so far this year Is this Boogie It's called Everything's For Sale Boogie dropped, I think it was about two weeks ago um, I don't even know who this is or who he's signed to So let's see He's with Shady Records Um, Boogie dropped a, a great album I don't know much about this artist If I had to rate this album It's like I say Top of the year It's the best album of the month It's the best album this month So if you got a chance Go to your Apple Music Your Spotify Wherever you stream music from Title And get that Boogie Everything's for sale Check that out Stream that It's a great album uh, some other must-listens this month, um, Dreezy. I don't know if y'all know who Dreezy is. She's a female rapper. Um, I'm not sure she's from ATL or not. She dropped a, 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 a about a 30-minute joint, 10 songs. It's called Big Dreeze. If you're not up on Dreezy, um, she did a song with T-Pain, if you know anything about that. Uh, what was the name, the name of the song? Um, with T-Pain? Yeah. Mm. I'm trying to get close to you. That's it. Close to you. That's her. I going not have that, to sing the whole song. That joint I was it actually out. good. That whole joint was actually good. Um, Young Jeezy came out under alias Diego with a rapper named Boston George. They dropped Why? a quick thirty minute EP. It's straight. It's some good Jeezy sh- trap shit. Good trap music. If you like some good trap music, check that out. It's Boston George and Diego. Diego. Look on Apple Music, Spotify. Title. You can find that album is dope. Um if you're looking looking for something that's about 11 minutes long, Summer Walker and her one-minute song ass dropped another good EP. <laughs> uh, it's a good EP, man, and it's quick. It's 11 minutes. Each song is probably around two minutes, but it's called Clear. It's by Summer Walker. It's an EP. You she need to go listen rele- to that. It's she should
0: have just released the song as
1: one. <laughs> one eleven 11-minute song? One 11-minute song. She should have but it's good it's good okay. i mean i can't really rate an ep like i can an album but right. but but if anything if y'all need to listen to like if you if you into rap and you really into hip-hop or if you really into music and you don't just listen to it the, i need something to you know get crunk to you know what i'm saying you need something with some substance boogie album took this month so i can't wait to see what february got in music um that's all I got for the music review this month. I'll check back out in with y'all, let y'all know what I listened to in February. If y'all listen to anything that I may have missed that was fire that I need to be put on that dropped in January, man, hit hit us up on our IG mm, at yes. Kickin' Pod, or hit us up on Twitter at Kickin' Shit Pod, or hit the Gmail, Kickin' at gmail.com. Uh, other than that, man, this has been episode 39 of the Kickin' Podcast. I'm your boy, Jumpman Jones. Miss Nikki, where can they find you on the social medias?
0: Um, Everywhere is at Miss New Bougie, M-I-S-S-N-E-W-B-O-U-R-G-I-E. Get back into my Twitter game.
1: And I'm your boy, Jumpman Jones. You can find me on Instagram at Soul Train Company, like the soul of a shoe. And on Twitter, Soul Train Co. That's soul, like the soul of a shoe. That's S-O-L-E. Check out all things Kicking shit pod On our uh, platforms Let me see if I can get a word From J, uh, J- <laughs> Jukebox Before I leave up out of here
0: He's really on his uh, Vacation Might
1: care about that shit <laughs> <laughs> nigga, You gonna
0: try to call him One more time?
1: I told that nigga I was gonna call him oh,
0: okay
1: he, he like
0: We're supposed to have solidarity Huh? We're supposed to have solidarity I just
1: like keeping my word up Oh shit Talk to me. What's good? <laughs> uh, you, you are uh, being recorded right now. This is Jumpman Jones live on the Kick Shit Podcast. How you doing, my friend? Hey, man. What's going on, Jumpman? Ain't nothing, man. We just wrapping up, man. Still having that trouble with the mic, man. I might need that cord next week. Alright man I got a feeling It's just mic cord Like to the microphone Are y'all
0: really having This conversation right now Hold on man We almost
1: done here How was your week man We How you, how you see you all week bruh Yeah you know what it is man Still working out Okay uh, you know, I'm laying up with these children Right now Yay No Yay. Michael Jackson Okay Alright <laughs> I would actually I wanted, to, I wanted to ask Did you get some mofongo Nah, man, I've been eating pretty good, man. You hit the gym? Nah, I ain't hit the gym. Uh oh. Is it five degrees?
0: It's cold as shit. <laughs> <laughs> you almost done. Oh
1: man, yo, hey man, um, before I let you go, um, I did want to ask you something. How'd you feel about uh Chris Tapp Porcelain getting traded, my G? Hey man, I thought, I thought it was a good move, man. He over there with his people now. I know he a lot happier. Uh, and New York don't know how to treat nobody. So, what? <laughs> how long you think DeAndre? How, how long you think DeAndre staying? Ain't hey, enough white women in New York for DeAndre. Bro. Yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh god! Yo, one last question. Ad going to the Lakers by the by the end of the year? Nah, I doubt it. I think it'll be next year before he sees Ah uh, damn. <laughs> Alright, the sports guru has spoken. Alright, man. Uh, other than that, man, you have a good time up there, man. Don't don't do nothing too crazy, Oh yeah, man. Yo. Let me say one thing. Alright. I just seen a picture of Rachel
0: Dolezal. Oh no. <laughs> she ain't. She ain't white, dude. I don't know what to. I don't know. Oh, oh my no. gosh! What? Oh no. <laughs>
1: Are you serious right now? Yeah, I'm always your braids looking pretty good though. Oh, we gonna talk on episode 40, nigga, because this shit right here cannot go uncontested. <laughs> her braids do be looking good as fuck though, man. Exactly, you know what she do. Did you watch did you watch the um did you watch the Netflix special on her? Nah, I didn't She does her own fucking hair, bro. Got... Yeah, I just stopped her IG. I was like, alright. Hold on. Are you really following her? I just found the IG. I ain't follow. All right, man. Listen, I'm gonna let you get back to family time, man. All right,
0: dude.
1: All right, man.
0: We miss you, Johnny. Well, see y'all next week. All, All right, man. Uh,
1: yeah, you any- can find me at
0: UK3BOXJR.
1: Hey. All
0: right, man. All right, man. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> that could have gone on forever. Oh man,
1: yo, and this has been episode 39 of Kicking Shit Podcast, man. We're going to get it y'all next week. Say
0: bye, Nikki. Bye-bye. Straight up.